I get the weird bugs when I play. Like last time I got stuck in the corner, you know. Right. Last time I got mm-hmm. invincible worms going. So, okay. Um, <laughs> so I got we're, through we're there. We're going to have to isolate that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> this is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 57. Don't forget to wipe your stash. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly. Nope, that's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Lantonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Brasia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Shattered Soulstone. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 57 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Saturday, January 25th, and I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by one of my co-joeys. Jen, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I did finally get a sinus infection. I'm over it. Oh. I'm all right. Well, I've been kind of fighting it since BlizzCon, so for me, this is pretty good. It was all right. I'm okay. No big deal. Slowed me down a little bit, but um, I'm here. <laughs> That's what you call a marathon. Yeah. With, uh, with your sinus infection there. Yeah, pretty much. But that that sounds that sounds about right. Um, be, before I managed to move on with the show and not mention as to why Brazia's not here. Uh, Brazia could not join us today because uh, his mom is, uh, well, she she has some medical issues, so he had to you know, be there for her, so we we all send our positive thoughts and prayers and well, if you if you believe in prayer <laughs> to uh, Brazia's family. But we also have another sick person with us in our midst. Uh, I think he's been, I think he's been coined the Death Angel by a lot of people who <laughs> saw him at BlizzCon, and he's back in form. Yeah. <laughs> how how are you? Yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm back to my Blizzard crud, but I think our BlizzCon crud. But I, uh, I think it might be a little worse this time. Got well, the old influenza straight up. Yeah. Now, did yeah. you get a flu shot? No. No, never, never do, never do. Um, I usually actually don't get it, um, or the flu period. But if I get the shot, I have always gotten it. I went three years in a row with getting it and getting it, so I got stopped and said stop getting it. Then I went, went for like three years without getting it. And this is the first time I've gotten it again, which I just blame it on the kids. <laughs> yeah, but um, no. So yeah, I haven't been been around for a while. Um, it's one of the biggest reasons. Been sick on and off here and there, but past week and a half has been pretty horrible. I'm going to try to push through it today, though, so I can be on a show. I don't want to 
I don't want to miss three in a row here. <laughs> yeah, I, I think our listeners would be missing you quite a bit. So I'm already getting I'm already getting shunned. Oh. <laughs> my uh, my my my, bro- my brother-in-law Doss is like, you know, you don't you don't have nothing else better. You can't you can't handle two hours two hours twice a month. I'm like it, it just it just it, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, he then, you know, I'm starting to get really the. Are, is he much. dead? Yeah, he's one to talk. He he definitely listens to our show, though. Anyway, besides that, um, not been too bad. So, all right, trying well, to make it through. You know, yeah, with that, kind of kind of lost for words. <laughs> yeah, with that, we will just move straight into what we've been up to, just so that we can conserve Antonio as much as possible, so that he can make it through the entirety of our show. So, um, Antonio, what have you been up to for the past month? I know your internet connection's pretty shoddy at home, so... Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I had to had to move out the old computer from the parents' house for a little while. I needed it at home for a few things that I was doing, and trying to think back to when the last time we talked on the show was, I think it was actually before the release date, even. I don't even think I've talked about uh, having the release, release date for... Uh, ROS yet with yeah, you guys? That, yeah, that might actually be the case. Yeah, that's, that's that seems crazy. It feels like honestly, it feels like I was just doing a show and we were just I was just streaming and playing like crazy. Which I apologize to anyone who was getting used to my stream. I was starting to get followers. Played for a week, you know. Got was getting Twitch up and running again. I was feeling good, I was liking Diablo. And then I don't know what really don't know what happened. I guess after the wipe, you know, I, I didn't do a crusader this time, which I think I should have just done one right away again because I, I was having a lot of fun with that. But I, I ended up using my witch doctor and trying to play with it, and I got I got really bored really fast with the way the drop rates were and stuff. And um, I heard that that's changed now, but I haven't really had a chance to play it. I was hoping maybe one of these days when I get better because my parents aren't going to let me go to the house with the flu and they don't want it. So um, maybe I can get over there and steal some good internet and have a Diablo binge again for a day or two. And uh, maybe not straight, but, you know, on and off. Yeah. Get some gaming going. But I, I can um, see your parents. It's like, now, know that we love you, but we do not want <laughs> you around us when you're sick with the flu. Right. We, we dealt with that. You know, enough while you're a child. Yeah, my my dad always he calls me the carrier because I get sick so often, <laughs> <laughs> or carrier of the germ. You know, whatever. But oh boy, <laughs> yeah, he's 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 one heck of a guy. But uh, yeah. But when I when I was playing Diablo, I don't, I, there wasn't that much. You know, after friends and family when clothes came out, there wasn't that much exciting that happened. Um, I'll have to leave it for when you're talking about what you've been up to because I know you've had a lot more time to play to see what's really been new. I tried to play the other night, or last night actually, I think it was the first time I actually tried to play in a while. It uh, took me about a day at my house to download. I think it was only, what was that last patch? of only a gig, but mm-hmm. it took forever. It took forever to download at home. I had to let it go all night, you know, a couple nights in a row. But got on there and... I don't know. Ever since when, you know, when friends and family, maybe because of less people, I wouldn't have as many latency issues. But the latency has been red constantly. You won't even get out of the green. So trying to play Diablo is just, just not happening at home right now, which kind of stinks. But I don't know. It You have to tell me. See if you can get me excited about it. Unfortunately, I've been a little in the, in the you know, against it. Like, I haven't really even felt like. I haven't really felt like I missed it even yet. Maybe I needed that that pull back again, or I need to play the Crusaders more. I didn't get bored at all when I was playing that. Um, mm-hmm. But I did find another love. 
Um, I've been playing a ton of Hearthstone because uh, with my leg mm-hmm. Renette connection, it uh, it works really good at my house. So and I can even actually play it on two computers. You know, now that it's open beta, well, some of my family members can play with me, which is really fun. And I have to say, playing that game just competitively with your buddies is—I think that's where it's at for the most part. Um, if you really want to have a lot of fun with it, I know me and JC Monkey have been playing like crazy together, and I, I, I love doing that. Um, I am being stubborn though. I'm refusing to put a penny into buying cards. I'm trying to make it all my own, mm-hmm. all my own builds. I haven't been YouTubing and copying everyone else's build. Basically, just pretty much all my decks are like pretty close to the exact same. I just kind of run some of the each class specific good thing and yeah. try to do as best as I can. But yeah, I'm, I don't. Know, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I got all the characters almost to like level twenty, so I think I got all the basic cards unlocked and all that good stuff. But <laughs> I'm actually starting to win now. So that's kind of cool. I, I got down to ranked at like 18 or something before I got bumped back up to 20, but oh. bad. I, yeah, I actually was able to. I, I was fighting a, a couple guys with my uh, paladin, which he's coming along pretty good. And they, this one guy, it seemed like he had nothing but legendaries, and somehow I still beat him. And I don't know if it's just my RNG or what. a couple games lucky, but seems to be doing pretty good having nothing but basic cards I guess it's still possible that you can win depending on how you how you make your moves so yeah that, that's what I've been doing with that there's definitely some strategy involved with Hearthstone but ultimately yeah. it comes down to your draw luck and uh, mm-hmm. and potentially top decking a card that you know swings things in your favor so it's still I do have still a, a game of uh, chance another- I did. I did actually play one other game. It's kind of an old game. You guys probably haven't heard of it, but I, I did a full playthrough actually. Um, Diablo One. I don't know if you guys have heard of oh, that. Oh yeah, one. yeah. I think I've heard of that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I, I decided to uh, go back, and I couldn't get it to work at first on my Vista, but I figured it out with some online searching, and you know that was actually pretty fun. Um, I remember it being so much harder for some reason, um, like just getting down to Diablo like the first time I played I thought I had to go back and forth like restart the game ten times before I could even get past like the the, the hell part you know because mm-hmm. those Dread Knights are nuts in Diablo 1 but I, th- I think the reason it was so much tougher is I always used to play you know, don't shine me but I played Hellfire a lot more than I played you know D1 well, they, basically the, the Sierra expansion or whatever so right. but it, it didn't seem half half as difficult but it was actually really really fun seeing some like the original uh, Skeleton King and Butcher again and stuff like that so I did that so I had something a little bit of Diablo to talk about when I eventually got back on the show here so but other than that um, I said a lot of Hearthstone online Um, I'm not dead still making it but pretty soon we'll do something fun with Diablo Uh, when's the uh Release date's the twenty fifth, right? Or of March, yes. I forget, right? Twenty fifth. So Still got a month and a half, so that's well. That's about it with me. Until I'm, I'm kind of actually interested to hear hear yours because I want to see hear more of what was actually new in the game. I got a little bit of a glimpse last night, but not, not a whole lot. So I tried to YouTube a bunch of videos, but I, I can't watch any YouTube videos very good unless I got using it on my phone because it just doesn't download or buffer very fast, so it gets annoying. But have you yep, heard any? Have me. you heard any good news? Um, is there a light at the end of this um, not so great internet tunnel that you're in? Um, with the way my landlord procrastinates, no. 
but there is light in the fact that it should happen if just a matter of when he actually does it. Mm. Yeah, because I have one of those landlords that ha- he's a he likes to do you know twenty different projects at once, so he he'll start this, not finish it, and come back to it a, a month later. But I I don't know. I'm just praying that maybe it gets one of them crazy luck or something. Okay, I'm starting because my head's spinning. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I was I was gonna suggest that you withhold your rent, like tell them you know, we'll give you we'll give you the rent as soon as you get the internet set up over here. Yeah, that'll work. I bet. But yeah, that that'll work <laughs> real well. <laughs> Charter will come. No, the Charter internet is actually running cables from our town all the way out to, like the. Are, there's like Whitewater's kind of like two towns in one because there's like the lake town and then like like Whitewater Lake is still Whitewater but it's a, pretty much a town because it's so so huge around the lake and then there's in town and the dif, dif, um, difference between is pretty much the Richie McRitchies live out by the lake and the, the poories live in town you know or the you know maybe not poor but you know what I mean right. and the, the thinking, common folks right why don't they and they all want internet out there, so you'd think Charter would be smart enough to go. So supposedly, like by the end of April, they're supposed to be moving out that way. But we'll see what happens. Um, my landlord actually is getting—he's thinking about because he his business is actually in the same um, where I am. Like there's a barn on my property, and that's like his business for the most part. Um, so he wants internet there as well. So he's thinking about just paying Charter to run fiber optics out from town into here. Um, it's like three grand, but for him, he's kind of thinking it might be worth it. So, I'd be happy if he did that. But like I said, who knows when he's going to do it? I would just count on me having to probably play at my folks' house for a while. But I don't know. If, if nothing's not done by next year, I'm, I'm not going to be living here another year anyway, unless I get some internet and some other issues that I'm having. Cause like it's been like negative fifty around here at points, or with windshield anyway. Wow! And wow! I'm spending That's bad. close to five hundred dollars a month in um, propane usage as well. Jeez! So it's almost unaffordable. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it is unaffordable. Um, I shouldn't be paying that much. Like, luckily, I have good credit, and my budget is covering um, my my gas. So I only have to pay a hundred on it a month. But my I've been here since August, and I think my back rate back my back bill. Uh, my propane is well over like fifteen hundred dollars already. It's oh, ridiculous. Geez. Yeah, wow. there's. I mean, that's how much I was spending a year at my last place. So hopefully, oh. we can do something about it. So, so yeah, that's, that doesn't sound fun. No, not not. There's ups and there's downs, but we'll get through it. Yeah. And Jen, what have you been up to? Well, I started playing, shortly after the last show, I started playing some uh, D3 on the beta, and I'm still playing the Crusader. And I remember last show, I got to, like, level 20, and I was like, I haven't seen a legendary yet. You know, I haven't seen Mm -hmm. any at all. Level 21, I start getting legendaries (laughs) somehow. Um, The first one was dropped by the Butcher, so that's how far I got through the game before I even saw a legendary, right? And then I got um, another one uh, slightly later in the Sirocco Caverns, I was in there and um, found a really weird bug <laughs> in there. <laughs> I'm going through with the Crusader, and I can't remember which follower I had with me. And you know those giant, like, um, I don't know, sort of like giant worm monsters that pop out of the ground? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm fighting those, and I'm hitting it, and I'm hitting it, and I'm hitting it, and nothing's happening. I'm like, okay, did they really, like, give these things a ton of hit points? What's the deal here? This is bizarre. You know, and I had to, like, back off the thing to, to not die. I'm like, this is weird. And then I go back again and look at it. The thing doesn't have a hit bar. Oh. Not at all. I'm like, okay, something's wrong with this one. I thought maybe it's just this one over here, and I like move through the the uh, cavern a bit more and found another one, same story. And I'm like, that's that's really strange. I don't think it's supposed to be like this. This is probably a bug. So I put into the um, the chat, you know, hey, this is what's happening. Anybody else? You know, are these supposed to be invincible now? Is that like the plan? What's going on? And like all these people just started saying, nope, that's a bug. It's a bug, bug, bug. And I'm like, okay, it's known. Great. You know, don't have to report mm-hmm. that one. Everybody else seems to have done it. So that was kind of just like the weirdest thing. I get the weird bugs when I play. Like last time I got stuck in the corner, you know, right. this time I got mm-hmm. invincible worms going. So, okay. <laughs> so I got we're we're going to have to isolate that. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, anyway, I uh, ended that. The uh, Crusader's at level 23, and it was in Act 2 of Normal. And um, then I got sick, so I didn't play for a little while. And when I started to get better, I was ready to play again. And then my monitor died, and that made uh-huh. it a little hard to play. Um, I'm, I've got a laptop, and I've got it hooked up to a monitor just to have a bigger screen when I'm you know, actually right. sitting at a desk. And... It died, and we weren't sure, like, what was happening, so it took a while to troubleshoot, and obviously Sean did all that. I didn't do any of that. He troubleshooted it and figured out, okay, the monitor's dying. It was pretty old. I'm like, okay, you know, well, we had this other really old monitor, which I'm using now, (laughs) okay? Mm -hmm. It's from, like, 2003, and it's it's given me some really weird, uh, really strange... uh, technical difficulties like um one time i you know i I would set a background and come back and it had changed it (laughs) i'm like okay (laughs) you know i don't know if that's the computer or the monitor maybe the monitor couldn't handle the other one i don't know um because i mean it's pretty old whatever it's changed the uh the size uh it's probably the settings is the word i'm looking for but like how big the the font is on stuff on your desktop is changed that to bigger i'm like okay that's a new one yeah. <laughs> you know um things like that and i'm like all right i'm gonna try to play d3 on this thing and just see if it can even handle it and i'm expecting to get like a pixelated screen like from like the early nintendo or something like this is never gonna work let's see what happens <laughs> you know and uh, so i go and i launch the uh the um uh, Battle.net app, and I'm like, okay, that that popped up. That's pretty good. Okay, and uh, the D3 patch starts loading for all right. The you know, background the, download, yeah, the background download. That one started loading. I'm like, okay, I'll just wait and see, you know. And I wait through that. I'm like, yeah, all right, it's working fine. All right, maybe this is gonna work. And immediately after the uh, the D3 patch loaded, the World of Warcraft patch loaded. Oh, and I'm nice. like, okay, you know, all right, sure, fine. It, it's probably not something huge. I'll just wait it out. It didn't take that long. I'm like, all right, I can play now. Then the Hearthstone one dropped, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, can I just play? Just and, uninstall Hearthstone. Uh, I know, it's just, I mean, I'm having fun with it, but I haven't put much effort into you know it what, yet. Nancy, and you know. Stop talking your garbage about Hearthstone, Nancy. You just <laughs> think, me it's a bad game. It is. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm still having fun with it, but like I've only gotten out of the tutorial and just started unlocking the decks, so that's where I'm at. We um, the story of you know, he, uh, he in- installed it because he had to try to play me, and then 
he beat me once, and he was all like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play Hearthstone again. And then I whooped his booty, and then he's like, oh, Hearthstone sucks. I'm going to uninstall this. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it, di- it didn't happen like that. It, it happened after an arena run where I went 0-3 because I got the worst card draft ever. And I was like, all right, yep, that's it. I'm done with this game. That's kind of how it was with Magic the Gathering, too, so I'm kind of expecting that with Hearthstone. You know, the only difference, though, is, like, you could play Magic the Gathering with cards in your hand playing against your buddies, and then you had a little more of an advantage, because you could, like, you know your buddies tells, right? If they got a good card, Mm -hmm. you can tell if they're, like, trying to hide that from you. You know, a little smirk or whatever it is they do, but anyway. Um, So, the Hearthstone patch dropped, right? And as soon as it finished, I got uh, a little pop-up that said that my uh, my hard drive was full. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh. no! <laughs> you know? I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, this is, this is not cool. Um, so, I went and moved some stuff off of my computer onto an external drive, and because um, I have like a gazillion screenshots of stuff that I intend to blog someday, and <laughs> so I started mm-hmm. blogging some of those, going, well, that'll get rid of some, you know, and I moved it onto the external and uh, I think it took me to the next day to finally start playing, you know, the beta again. <laughs> and like yeah. I said, was totally expecting to get like the Nintendo pixelation going on, and it didn't. It actually, the monitor was able to do it, and it didn't look too bad. The only thing is, it's the monitor's not that big, and so there's like overlapping things going on. Like the chat takes up a huge chunk <laughs> of the screen, and the map oh, takes right. up a big chunk, and you, know, you can kind of see through that. I'm like, I'm just gonna play, so I did. And I got as far... I'm still playing the Crusader. I got as far as... Uh, killed. Just killed Magda. So I'm in Act 2 of normal. Getting pretty far mm-hmm. in that. And um, I don't think I had... I had no legendaries drop between 23 and 25. None. Not a one. So yeah. my luck well, is over with that, I, I guess. It, it should improve now because uh, the legendary drop rate has been doubled. They, it's been Jay Wilsoned. When did they do that? Uh, the hotfix went live, I think, Thursday night? Late Thursday night? Oh, that might have been when I was... God, was it Thursday night I was playing? I can't remember. But, it was, like, it might have been Thursday... No, it might have been Thursday during, like... I don't yeah, know. During I the day, it. it was still terrible. Yeah, that's that's probably when I was playing. So, um, so that's where I'm at with this, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Didn't get any weird bugs this time when I played, so that's new. That's good. Um, you know, other than the monitor being weird, but I don't know, man. I feel like I had to fight a battle just to get into the game with all the technical difficulties. So I know. I, I'm amazed that you you pushed through and still managed to play some games because uh, that, uh, in some ways, that reminds me of uh, whenever I go to play something on my PlayStation Three. Some, I, especially since I don't play my PlayStation Three a whole lot. Be like, oh, the game update's required. Okay. Well, there goes a half an hour waiting for that to update. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of what hit me with all those patches at the same time because yeah. I hadn't you know, gone in in like a week. And um, yeah. So that's that's a thing to think about, too. If you've got more than one Blizzard game, you know, that you're playing and all the patches hit at once, you know. <laughs> and at some point there will be another game added to that library with Heart of the Storm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if I if wait, I were playing Heroes wait, of the Storm, no. oh my goodness! <laughs> what did we do? We just combined Hearthstone and Heroes no, it just did exactly what Jh and Rillandune talked about, and they called their show Heart of the Storm. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's or Heart, something like that. I forget. Yeah. Whatever Hotscast stands for, but um, yeah, there there's Heroes coming out. 
some right. point, maybe eventually sometime this year. So then there'll be more, and I don't yep. know, man. Will my computer updates. let me play all of those? I don't know. We'll see. Oh yeah, and I forgot to include this uh, this news that um, the StarCraft Two arcade client is now free for everybody, so you can download that oh. and you can play all the um, the uh, user user created games using the StarCraft Two engine. So there's that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Which reminds me, I should probably do that so I can download the StarCraft Two Diablo Two game. And yeah, I heard there was one of those. So. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna make a note of that. So yeah, but I will move into what I've been up to, or what maybe what I haven't been up to up until <laughs> Thursday night. Hmm. So um, I, I'm nearing the end of Nino Kunai. I'm almost almost done. I have I have some um, traditional JRPG grinding to do, but um, other than that, I'm pretty much in the final throes of the game, and it's. I, I love that game so much. But, um, yeah, I've been trying to force myself to play uh, the Reaper of Souls beta, you know, because a lot of people are like, I want to play the beta. You're such a jerk for not playing it. And, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, the, the drop rates were just so terrible from the beginning of closed beta. I mean, it was... It had gotten to the point where since the latest patch that came out on the closed beta, I had only seen one drop. One legendary drop, period. And that that was maybe from about eight to ten-ish hours. Maybe. Maybe a little bit maybe a little bit less. I got one from a uh Herodric Cache, and then I uh, got two from the legendary slot machine, or formerly known as the legendary slot machine NPC named Kadala. And that was that's so underwhelming when you when you do that um but i did she did uh she did give me a thunder fury blessed blade of the wind seeker and i i love that sword because that proc is um it's actually pretty useful and it's actually kind of funny when you get it on um when it procs and it slows the attack rate of an enemy by 30 percent, and it happens like on one of the sledge monsters or you know anybody any of the monsters that have has a slow windup it's so funny to watch them do that 30% slower because sometimes they'll bug out and they'll do it like three times as slow. As <laughs> oh, <opposed>. how funny. <laughs> and if they're just like, I'm going to hit you eventually. And then you're, you know, you've moved. So it, it, tell me how the, uh, um, gambling and Kadala is it just like it was before, but you can get a legendary out of it pretty much. Yeah. Well, since okay, the hotfix, yeah, the hotfix, uh, they nerfed her chance to get a legendary. And the main reason why is um, if they left it where it was, it would be s- still prob- problematically, that's not the word that I'm looking for. It would still be too profitable for um, people to do split farming to gain blood shards as rapidly as possible and then go over to Kadala and then gamble all those blood shards to get legendaries. Because that, I mean, it's great that you can get a legendary from her, but it shouldn't be it shouldn't be um, a factor in the drop rate acquisition. You know, like just the drop rate. They they should not that should not oh, be factored okay. in. But, I say I say because I've I gambled crap ton. I know before I stopped, stopped mm-hmm. them, never never got any legendaries from them. But 
uh, bad luck on my part, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked um, Travis Day. He he chimed in on um, Droth Vader's a heart to heart beta. And it's a forum post over on the beta forums, and um, basically it was it was just uh, a lot of people chimed in with their their own feelings of support and everything about how ever since the closed beta started, the game didn't feel like it was fun or well more to the point that it was very unrewarding for the time investment that you're sinking in um between all the you know the damage nerfs to the weapons the damage nerfs to the skills and there hasn't really been a tune a tuning pass on monster health um it it, it basically created this divergent gameplay where people would play at the lowest difficulty that uh that they could still one shot or let, let me rephrase that at the highest difficulty that they could still one shot everything so uh, like back in the day basically of D3 yeah, yeah. and uh, just to get blood shards as rapidly as possible to then go to Kadala so um, yeah it was creating you know divergent gameplay also the Herodric caches were um, dropping legendaries and if you had an organized group that could do the split farming, and may- maybe I should uh, explain what split farming is for those who do not, maybe this is the first time you've heard the term. Split farming is where you join a four-player game, and everybody sets off on their own bounty, possibly in different acts, usually usually in the bonus acts, I believe. And then, you know, so two people tackle the bounties in one act, and two people tackle the, ba- the bounties in the other act. And you'll do it solo. That way, as soon as you complete a bounty, everybody gets rewarded for it. And as soon as anybody else gets a bounty, you'll be rewarded for it. So, therefore, it drastically increases the rate at which you can get blood shards and your bags and open your bags to get your legendaries. And yeah, anyways. So, that it, it had become not fun to play the game. I mean, just straight up, it, I lost interest. And at first, when Travis Day chimed in on this thread, he s- stated that the drop rates were in the ballpark. And I was like, wait, what? What are you talking about? And then he clarified. He's like, well, meaning that they're not they're not off by more than a factor of 10. I was like, okay, well, what does a factor of 10 mean in, in your design lingo? <laughs> but um, it then eventually he said yeah drop rates are probably somewhere between 50 to 100 percent of where we would like to see them and then there was a little bit more further clarification that there is a essentially a fail-safe mechanism that will as well as time goes by should increase your chances at getting a legendary to drop and um he felt that the data that they had been collecting was showing on average most players were finding a legendary once every two hours and they, they felt that that was that was you know perfect and a lot of people were like wait 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 you're telling me that i have to you know grind for two hours just to have a shot at getting a legendary when everything's which is probably gonna be garbage <laughs> which is bind on account hmm. so there's um Plus, there's also a lot more legendaries now, especially since all legendaries can drop at any level. So, you know, your pool of potential legendaries is humongous. So, well, maybe not humongous just yet, but besides the point, it 
it became a point of, okay, so if I want to get the really cool items, I have to, you know, dump another three, five, six hundred, seven, you know, <laughs> thousand hours into this game, you know, and possibly maybe complete a gear set that, that I would like or, you know, find a gear set that allows me to play this one, you know, game build or play style build that I, I really want to play, but I can't do without the items. So it just, it became really depressing. And then on top of that, then, you know, then I started thinking about, well, what about the hardcore players, you know? Because when you die, that's it. Your gear is gone. And without an auction house to help you, you know, build back up, that means you're going to have to play a lot slower. And as soon as you replace a piece, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, you know, shuttle the piece that you replaced off to somebody else in your character slots or keep it in your stash so that when the inevitable does happen you, you know you're not starting from square one with nothing again so that that was like oh you know and it's like it feel it was so it's so wor- so much worse than it is currently on live um i mean now granted we have nephilim valor we have multipliers from playing in multiplayer games and you have magic finds still so um wait say you have 300 percent magic find you know the Usually you'll get maybe one, three, one or three legendaries per uh, act one run. That that was usually my average. So and with an act one run taking maybe about twenty minutes, you're looking at you know somewhere between three to nine per hour. And when you're talking about one per hour, one per no half a legendary per hour, it was just like it's like night and day. So anyways, that's all water under the table is that the correct phrase mm, no water under the tape water the under bridge. the bridge there we go yes you can count on me to get my metaphors incorrect but regardless uh that's all moot now because legendary rates have been doubled and it feels good so yay for that i was playing um i was playing thursday night and we hadn't gotten confirmation of the hotfix having gone live and i would have you know, typically when they deploy a hotfix, there's a server reset, or at least there usually is. And I didn't get one, and all of a sudden, I, I like legendary started dropping. And I got I got one from a monster, and then I completed my act bounties, and then I got one from the cachet, and I was like, whoa, okay. And then I started started playing in another act and got another legendary. And I was like wait a second what's going on here i've gotten three legendaries within an hour this is crazy what's going on well i guess at that point the hotfix had been deployed but it, it was kind of funny because uh, i i believe that day lilira was stating that uh in order for them to deploy the hotfix uh well people were asking for an eta it was like well you know there's three steps they they have to implement it then they have to test it and then uh you know and all that takes varying amounts of time to do so we don't know when you'll see this and evidently it was thursday night (laughs) it was funny though the forums were like um has the hotfix gone live yet because uh you know tinfoil hat i'm starting to get legendaries to drop for me so it it was it's refreshing especially in when, when you consider the buy non account thing and how many legendaries and uh, I mean, although I look forward to, you know, 
another thousand hours in Diablo 3, I want it to be fun and rewarding. <laughs> I, I didn't want it to be a thousand hours and be exactly where I was in chocolate, you know, doing cell found, not finding anything. And what I did find was garbage. So things things are looking positive. There's still other issues with the uh, with Reaper of Souls, which um, actually alludes to the official form Thread Masterpiece Theater that I'm going to be recording later today. Hopefully my voice can hold out because it is a very long thread. But I did want to state that uh, it's not not in a mocking tone that I'm going to be doing this. It's uh, completely just for more exposure to some of these issues and hopefully hopefully it doesn't fall on deaf ears. Although I'm sure it hasn't and won't and is just a case of we only have two months before this game goes live so there's only so much time but we'll see numbers tunings and that's about it. So so yeah, that's what I've been up to. I My wizard is she's a uh, doing torment one pretty comfortably now actually pretty much face rolling torment one uh she's almost at 700k dps and her toughness and healing keeps fluctuating based on the gear that i find but it's it's a lot of fun now so there we go it's fun again you know yeah and that's the important thing the the other issues can be addressed later and uh because there are other issues but I, I don't feel the need to go into them right now because, man, I need some water. <laughs> <laughs> but um, other than that, I did. I have been playing the Crusader. I think I got my Crusader up to 40-something. I don't remember. It's pretty fast when you're doing it in adventure mode. So. See, I'm not in adventure mode yet because I haven't unlocked. I think you have to unlock it. Mm-hmm. So I'm working my way through and do you have to unlock can you unlock all five acts in normal and then get into adventure mode yeah it okay the difficulty doesn't doesn't inhibit your ability to unlock adventure mode all you have to do is just complete act five okay good because i was thinking all right i'll do normal this probably will take less time than if i tried to get you know do something else but actually now that i think about it you, pr- you probably have to start in normal don't you well i one of your level 60s and beat the act five that already have act four beat yeah, uh, or have or have someone join or just join someone's game that has the last quest in Act Five and just beat the quest and then there you go. Which okay. actually reminds me of one other change uh, that I didn't put in the show notes. They did a was it in the most recent? Did they hot fix that in or was it in the latest patch? I think it was in the latest patch where they made torment unlock at level sixty. So, oh, okay. It, well, I'll get there when I get there, I guess. Yeah. So let's move into our Audible ad. If you go to bit.ly slash sspbook, you can get a free, free audiobook of your choosing and a 30-day trial to Audible. That trial will get you access to all their member deals as well as the digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. And then if you do continue your membership, you will get a credit every month to use as you wish. You know, you you can they, they have many, many, many books, over 150,000 titles, including uh, radio dramas and, you know, lots of different stuff. So go to bit.ly slash SSP book to get your free audiobook today. Now, 
Before we go into our tweeters and email, I did want to mention that it's been a while since we've done a contest, right? It has been a while. I can't remember when the last one was. Yeah. And I have to thank Jen because uh, a couple of weeks, I think maybe a month ago, started talking about, yeah, we, we want to give some stuff away, but how are we going to do it? And then Jen came up with this idea of the 100-word story contest. All right. I actually kind of borrowed the idea. Um, there was an, a podcast, I'd Rather Be Leveling is the name of the podcast, and they used oh. to do 100-word stories. Um, there was a word that means 100-word stories, but I can't remember what it is right now. But that's kind of where the inspiration came from. And mm-hmm. so we were thinking, you know, send us a 100-word story that is specifically relating to Diablo 3 or Diablo in general. Mm-hmm. And it's... We're not going to set any limitations on it. I mean, as long as it's relating to Diablo, you know, it could be about your character, it could be about lore, you know, it doesn't matter as long as it's Diablo themed. Right. You, know, you could write about finding the invincible worms in the Sirocco caverns, and that's fine. You know, I mean, just yeah. make it interesting. Have fun with it. And 100 words really isn't that much. Yeah. So the way that this contest is going to work is we're going to do this through email. Um, because obviously you're not going to be able to do a hundred word story in Twitter, that, in, unless not in tw- one tweet. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, alone just tweeting at Shattered Stone would uh, eat up more characters than than you would have available, even if every word ended up being a single letter, which would be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, they would so send it in an email to us. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you'd send that to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com and title it 100 Word Story Contest. That that way we can isolate them and, and judge them when the time comes. The deadline for this contest is going to be February 21st at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because we won't be in daylight time yet. I think we don't jump into daylight time that early. I don't remember when we jump. I but don't remember. But you're probably wondering what the prizes are going to be. Well, we don't have a completely finalized prize list, but the prizes that I can guarantee that will be available will be uh, a copy of Nate Kenyon's Diablo 3 Storm of Light book, which is coming out on February 4th. So if you would like to have that, then enter our contest. We're also going to be giving away a Shattered Soulstone t-shirt. And... Last, but definitely not least, um, the BlizzCon um, gift uh, is what what we all got for attending BlizzCon were the cute but deadly figures. We're going to be giving away that box set, and it was personally autographed by all four of us. And uh, that's, I think that will be our grand prize because, you know. Yeah, that's not good. I think we have a couple. I don't... I never didn't I leave mine? Uh, didn't I leave a couple of those sets with you in your trunk? Yes. Like that? Yes, okay. and I still have them for you. No, I, I, that's, I'm not worried about it at all. You can actually, if you want, I, instead of sending them out to me, we can use those as extra prizes if there's like a second and third place on, or anything like that as well. Yeah, me possibly eventually. There, there okay. is one that got opened. You know, I, I think you got anxious to see what they were like, or Jesse did, or somebody opened one of the boxes that I have, but. Uh-huh. 
that's not I the one know, that man. we're giving away. The one that no. we're giving away is still sealed. <laughs> right, it has all of our signatures on it. So yep. it's Oh, special. don't worry, I didn't open any of mine unless Jesse snuck it into my bag or something. You know, and we all know how Jesse works. Yeah, watch him. <laughs> you have to keep two eyes on him as much as you can spare. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so submit your 100 word story contest. Uh, you have just under a month to submit that. So you can take your time. This will be a judged contest. So um, make sure that you put forth your best effort with your story. Right. I want to run it through. Um, can I do a Can I do a story? <laughs> I, you can do a story. <laughs> but... You won't be entered into the contest. Right. Oh, right. Rats. And I would suggest you Damn, use the word count here. thing on a... <laughs> Use uh, run your story through like a word document and just hit word count and that'll tell yeah. you how many you have. It's the easiest way to do it. That's probably how we're gonna do it. Look at it and be like, okay, that one's a hundred, cool, you know. Um, yeah. Doss is gonna sign it and he's gonna send it in. <laughs> Spe- <laughs> yeah. Spelling and grammar doesn't have to be perfect, but uh, as long as we understand what you're saying, that's fine. Yeah. But do you know that we will be judging you? Be at least somewhat okay, because she's gotten at me for uh, how I type. So just be be careful. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we, if we can understand it, you know, then it's it's fine <laughs> for the contest. But yeah, if if your spelling and grammar is atrocious, I'm going to be cringing at it the whole time. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. And don't 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 be purposeful in being as terrible as you can with spelling and grammar because. Because then I won't be able to read it at all, so, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Although you might think that you're being original and clever, you're not. So don't do that. And you don't have enough room with 100 words to make that, like, you know, part of your character. You know, like, if you had a character that was illiterate and you were doing it from his point of view, you really don't have the room for that in 100 words. So, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so um, we we will read all of the top submissions um, on... I, I, I didn't don't remember what the episode but the episode that follows that deadline we will be reading the top entries and then uh you know announcing the winner and i just just to get a feel for how difficult this is going to be i'm also going to be doing a 100 word story just so that i that that way it puts me in that mindset of knowing exactly how difficult this could possibly be because you only have 100 words to tell a story so that that's kind of the point it's not an easy endeavor to do because it has to be exactly 100 words. Otherwise, you're disqualified. Right. And you don't have a lot of, like, you don't get a lot of time to really build your character or, you know, really describe the setting. So you have to just kind of drop us into whatever the key point is that you're trying to get across in your story. Yep. But yeah. it will be a lot of fun. I, I've, mm-hmm. This is probably one of the funnest contests ever since our VD for Diablo contest. That oh, we've I remember that. That was a while ago. That was fun. Yeah. So let's move into the tweeters. Um, we, uh, I guess I will t- tackle the first couple here. Our first one comes to us from Fuck Boopog. And he says, at Shutterstone, I decided to stop playing Hardcore 2. Demon Hunter died at Nightmare, and I really want to hit 60. And I don't blame you. <laughs> if you haven't hit 60 yet, um, yeah, I definitely don't blame you for not playing hardcore anymore. Yeah, totally yeah I think my I think my hardcoreness, especially with having the crap internet, it's just kind of like, and now that there's with ROS and 
buy an account and no more auction house hardcore to me it's kind of like that's the whole all that stuff was the whole reason I started hardcore so now it's why why, why stress in that unless you want to challenge yourself but look nah <laughs> well, I think just getting the torment six is gonna be enough challenges is I I definitely see the the reason why people get hooked into playing hardcore because it it is exhilarating but it's also so frustrating when you do end up making a mistake <laughs> as or yeah. if it if it's a mistake that's not your fault say you get a lag spike but uh, I, I suppose it's still your fault because you should be building your character so that you can um, so that you can survive the lag boss but that's neither here nor there our next tweet came to us from Victor Karlstedt um, I, I hope I pronounced that correct and funny enough his tweet is in regards to our pronunciation of his of his name at Shattered Zone not easy to pronounce Swedish names for you guys nope not easy at all found your pod one month or one th- wow 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 reading, <laughs> not, easy to pronounce reading other things is either. not easy for me either <laughs> found your pod one month ago or so don't really know how and have listened to a lot of episodes now and still enjoying them yay well thank you victor <laughs> victor c that that's that's how i'm gonna approach him from now on v- hey <laughs> victor c our next tweet came to us from hog i um underscore ctr and he says hey at shattered stone thanks for the shout out hope to see you all at blizzcon 2014 Oh wow! I don't know. I don't know how how BlizzCon 2014 is going to go. Well, first we'd we have talking to be about sure that, that already? there is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we first would have to be sure that there will be a BlizzCon 2014 because they don't always do them every year. This um, is true, and, and they have. If there more, is one, then you know they've they've done them in um, October and they've done them in April, so that's going to you know play things a little bit. And uh, I don't know, man. I'd give it a try, but it's going to come down to finances. Yeah, that that's exactly why. I'm not sure if all four of us will be able to be in attendance yeah. again. It's expensive to fly all when you're poor all the way out to California and yeah. leave your family for a few days. <laughs> but uh, I, but I it do was so believe... much fun, though. Yeah, it was. It was so much fun. It really was. I think if we do make it this time, I, I want to have uh, like a Shadow Soul Stone party though, or something where it's like we're hosting. Maybe we can find a way to rent our own space or something oh, based boy. on our show. That's that going to come really down cool. to finances too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I'm just saying if we we, we would have it, to do well some, do some fundraising for that for sure, which right. is a good time to mention that we do have a donate button just to help offset the costs of editing and hosting the show, which you can find on our show page. Yep. It's all out there. Wow, that felt really shillish by me, man. Well, all right. <laughs> so our next tweet came to us from keep going <laughs> actually you know what um, just to take a step back uh, I do believe um, Mike Morheim stated that there that there will be a 2014 BlizzCon although like, like one every year now for that's what they want to do if they can yeah because it felt weird not having a BlizzCon in 2012 but the reasons for not holding one in 2012 was because they were releasing you know a, a number of titles they were releasing Diablo 3 and Mists of Pandaria and Heart of the Swarm and hey look at this year we have Reaper of Souls um, Warlords of Draenor and potentially Heroes of the Storm mm-hmm. and uh, and Stark 
well, StarCraft 3, I don't, or StarCraft 3, StarCraft 2, um, their second expansion, mm-hmm. uh, what, whatever that is. I, you know what? Haven't even really heard any news about that recently. But oh, and Hearthstone is an open beta, so maybe right. they'll do an official right. launch of that as well. So there's, they have their hands full again this year. So I wouldn't say it's a guarantee, but I, I really hope that there's another BlizzCon because I would love to go to another BlizzCon, just if only to meet, you know, listeners and fans of Blizzard, and it was so much fun. And I'm going to do it so much better this time. I'm going to be so much more prepared this time. Yeah, that's what that's. I think I'm going to be more oh, prepared, yeah. but I don't know if I will be, man. It comes down to my health, you know. I'm going <laughs> to put make all these in a plans bubble. and be like, yeah, I see exactly. That's what, we'll just come in with the hazmat suits, you know. <laughs> That'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> I, swear, I swear, if I go to if I go to Cal again, meet you guys again, and I'm talking like this again, that's how I have to be all weekend. Oh. <laughs> I want to go again. Just for the fact that I want to have a good time. I mean, I had a great time, but I want to be healthy, and I have I could have just done so much more if I was in better health. And it's like, ah, damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's hard to push yourself through when you're sick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, worth it. You, totally worth just it. Especially when you got Jesse that wants to party like crazy, and it's like you're already sick, and you just, <laughs> you know, you just I make know. yourself so much worse because you just push it and push it and push it. And push I know. It. It's like <laughs> there, there almost wasn't a moment where I'd see Jesse and he didn't have a beer in his hand. So he was having and a good put, time then. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't telling me to put one in mine. <laughs> <laughs> so our next tweet came to us from our good friend JC Monkey. And he says, at Shatterstone, wow, since I got my headset, I've been on Mumble off and on for the past few days, and it's been dead. Everyone busy? It's a combination of that and, uh, well, you know, a lot of people aren't playing Diablo at the moment. Taking this time to focus on other things and, you know, not get burnt out before Reaper Souls. But I imagine things will be picking up. Ever since, uh, why don't we remind everybody that even if you're not playing Diablo, but if you're playing PC games, whatever you want to hop on the chat with the, with the yes, with the yeah, Soulstone fam, come on, you don't got to play Diablo to be on there. I, I hop on there while playing Hearthstone and stuff, and I, I even come on on my phone when I'm not playing games at all, just see what's going on, talk to people. So, mm-hmm. well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So, Jen, why don't you tackle the next three? Okay, so the next one's from Rillandune, and he says at Shattered Stone. Reading Sword of Justice, I see why Nevik is such a fan. Barbs are shown as evil and quite dumb. Wizards <laughs> as pure awesome. And <laughs> they really are in Sword of Justice. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. So we can skip this book. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, no, uh, no, we, we can't skip this because... <laughs> oh, you heard it. Nevik said, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Roland Dude follows that up with another tweet at Shattered Stone. I do have to agree with the Wizards being pure awesome part, of course. And he puts a little smiley face on the end of that. So if you haven't read Sword of Justice, I recommend it. You don't necessarily have to be a fan of the Wizard. It's still very cool. So there you go. Uh, But Wizards are the best class. (laughs) I was waiting for you to jump in and interrupt with that. All right. Um, moving on, we have a tweet from I am Captain Socks. What a great name. <laughs> I am Captain Socks, who says, At Shattered Stone, great podcast, guys. Very nostalgic. Any idea on how I can get a CD key for Diablo 2? Lost my old ones. And then there's a frown face. Oh. Yeah. Well, I looked into this. Um, 
And it's not easy to find it now because uh, when you go to the Battle.net store, it takes you to the new storefront where they don't have the classic games up there. Um, so you have to go to U.S. Well, this is providing that you are in the U.S. territory, but U.S.Battle.net slash EN slash game slash classic. And then there you can find Warcraft 3, Diablo 2, Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction. But I couldn't find the prices because you have to log into your Battle.net account. And since I already have those CD keys applied to my account, I can't buy digital versions oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah but, I remember, um, I was going to say, I, some people had a few issues with this when they were looking that I know of. Um, you know, people will, they, they, you'll see on third party sites as well, though, that they offer CD keys and they'll be a lot cheaper and you'll think oh well, why shouldn't i just buy a five dollar cd key here well the cd key will work your game will turn on but if you're trying to get on d2 online as soon as you go online it's going to say that your key does not work for online because it's going to be a generated key so make sure that if you are going to buy a new key because you want to play online mm-hmm. um to make sure you do go through a, uh, an actual blizzard because now they do a different uh different encryption too um it's like a 16 um bit code instead of uh, 24 bit or something like that mm-hmm. what or the opposite either way it changed but if you're just going to play the game to uh, not be online uh, and you need a cd key because you just want to download the game then those um third-party sites work fine because you know they'll they'll download your game but they won't get you you won't be able to play online with them so i i would also add um just a little bit of caution with that because with any third-party site on the internet well tip any site on the internet period um you don't just, know right yeah just just be wary you, because if you're handing over your credit card details you know that that could end up badly for you so i would say if you want the game you can actually go to most game stops have uh the classic chest for 20 bucks and you get both yeah. um that's both, yeah. both d2 and lod and the yep. keys and everything so yeah, that's what I, that's what i would recommend and if your game but if you do that or, it's only on pc it's not on mac just so you know yeah that's true yep. um you can buy the if say any of the retail stores in your area don't have it in stock you can always go to amazon and find it there i think currently the battle chest they they were showing that it was on sale for 15 dollars. so that's so another options yeah there's another avenue for you but uh let's move on to our our question of the show which unfortunately didn't get a whole lot of traction i i guess people were distracted i don't know why but uh the question of the show was what are your opinions of the current state of the reaper of souls beta slash ptr and lantonio why don't you read the two responses that we got all right the first one comes from at Rowwow. he says i'm more excited about d3 than i have been in a long time enjoyed leveling a warrior on the p uh, what's what's a warrior? Warrior? A warrior? I, I a, oh, uh, uh, he's just. Like a, uh, I, I guarantee he's trolling uh, uh, me. <laughs> 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 a, a warrior on the PCR loot 2.0 is decent. And then we have one uh, another tweet coming from at uh, JC Monkey D3. Jamie, he says, I personally think the first build killed the game with way too much fun, and now it's dry and bland. And I'm guessing he's was he talking about the first Wizards build? Because I know he's like the, the friends and family going into closed beta. Oh, okay. And then he says, or conspiracy theory, they did that build to boost ambition to buy presale for the end of the year boost in quarter four revenue. Yeah, Jamie and his conspiracy theories. I, <laughs> I know. <He's> always, <laughs> the world's out to get you, Jamie. Be careful. 
Yeah, oh. I yesterday when I uh, when I announced that oh hey the hotfix is live and legendary drop rates has improved and it's like well has it no <laughs> oh <laughs> well, like, I guess may- we'll find out you know may- maybe the developers just said that they were going to do it and they weren't going to do it until the next patch and I was like oh boy J- Jamie I have, to, I have to say we were all playing last night and he was making a pr- that was pretty funny how he was uh, he had a timer or something Mm-hmm. Waiting for your legendary drop, and he's at like an hour and a half. He's like, "That's it, forums, troll, troll." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, That's he was fascinating. He, he was timing it, you know. Yeah, I, I think I think he was being just a little um, sarcastic and tongue in cheek right. with that, but <laughs> yeah, it's it still, was pretty it's funny. Still amusing, yeah. Yeah, and, and then I would chime in. And I was like, "Man, it's been a while since my last legendary." That's it. I'm going to the forums. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not even going to waste my time going to the forums. So I don't get a legendary in exactly two hours. Wait, wait, it's supposed to be one hour, right? Exactly one hour. I'm emailing direct. I'm going right. I'm going right to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And since Jen is a domo arigatoin, I will oh. read our email that our solitary. E- well, actually, we did get another email from Fock Bupog, but it was a, it were it was links to um, potential uh, future official forum thread masterpiece theater oh, suggestions. Okay, cool. So I just wanted to state that yes, we got your email just so that he didn't so that he didn't feel like we didn't get his email or just ignored him. So anyways, our email that um that yeah, I, I don't know what I was trying to say there. But our, we, we did get an email from a new listener, I think. Oh, thank thanks. I missed those crickets. <laughs> We got an email from Dan, and he says, Hey, all you soul stoners, please do a Diablo 3 show. And this is because we had a little lapse in our release schedule. It's been way more than two weeks. I miss your banter, Nevik, Lantonio, Jen, and Brasia, and special guests. You folks rock the D3. You make a mediocre game. It's not mediocre. I mean, it's not not as great as it could be. (laughs) But um, you make a mediocre game much, much more enjoyable. After I listen to your show, I actually want to play the game. Even though I have played through it more times than I can count. Oh, wait. I I read that with the wrong inflection. Let, let me reread that. Even though I have played through it more times than I can count. Sometimes I listen to your show as I am playing D3, which makes it that much better. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Hopefully the expansion will fix the flaws in this game. I did play D two to death, almost anyways. Happy face. So D three people to cut you off just for a second. I think the people mm-hmm. who are, it seems like everyone who plays D two are the most critical about D three, especially if you are a long time player. It's because I, I mean I, I love D two and I definitely never sat down D two like I sit down D three, um, at least yet. You know, so that's where I think all the they uh, come from about a compare we everyone my side I do it I'm guilty too yeah and you are cutting up Compared. hardcore right now so I will just continue <laughs> oh, of course sorry that's my internet <laughs> yeah, there there you go there there's there's his internet in internet show um so d3 was a major disappointment but your podcast makes things better thanks for doing a Diablo 3 podcast I really appreciate it I know you find folks have lives, but I do so enjoy your podcast. If I may offer one critique, do more shows. 
Thanks for the podcast. Signed, Dan. Aww. Thanks, Dan. That was a very nice email from Dan. Yeah, and a very well, nice Dan, critique. Feel good to, I mean, I know I say the time, but I mean, being heard right now, but, but I, sort I, of. I tell you some, someday we'll, we'll, we'll throw down a, a couple more dead wings. Someday. I know Jamie's been pushing me like crazy to do it a lot lately, so. so. Yeah. 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 Eventually. Uh, I have, eventually we'll have that. I promise you guys to do it. <laughs> your your internet is so awesome right now it's amazing so <laughs> i can hear you guys like perfectly fine so i don't know i'm sorry it's like kind of yeah. like i'm my version of my domo so leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying uh, you know how many times i've already had to run into the bathroom you guys didn't even know i was gone like i'm so <laughs> Aww, you're really putting in a lot of effort to get to this show man <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> okay, well, um Okay. I'm let's <laughs> let's move into some news. Uh so the Design of Legendary project is ongoing and we recently saw the results of part 3 which was Choose Your Power and uh with 28.3% of the vote they are going to go with the power where um oh man, I should have pulled up the exact thing on this um so that I'm not Oh, why is the link not working? Anyways, it's oh, the one no. where when, when you cast a lightning spell, you will get his um, lightning nova. Or, oh, and, okay, cool. And if you cast a cold spell, you'll get his freezing skull. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Lightning charge something. I think it's charge bolts. That's right. And then uh, if you cast a poison spell, then you will get a poison nova. So I it's, wish we could have a legendary potion, just call it the, the legendary Snickers bar or something like that. It'd be great, <laughs> mm, tasty. But um, there It'd are be a wizard there, only. There are legendary potions in the game. <laughs> I know. I'm saying a legendary potion. There's also what? What do we pick for this? Swords. There's legendary swords in the game too. But I, what I meant is there's this could work at like a potion where, where you eat it and you then know what? You know, actually, the play the player name you know becomes less negative. Yeah, <laughs> tear down ideas. Well, remember, remember, a number of shows ago, we we were joking about you know uh, having a legendary item put into game themed after this after our show, and we were talking about the uh, the wine glass. Well, that could work as a legendary potion. I don't know what its effect would be, but you know that that would work, yeah, right? Yeah. Anyways, so part three, we got the results, and then uh, we, we got it. Every every time you you use your health, you'll hear the red red wine. <laughs> just hear, you just hear a little a little anesthetic ding like that instead of the uh, instead of the like you're drinking, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then and then it will be followed up with Rillandine's tears. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you do, am I still roboting, or can you hear me now? No, you, okay. you are fine now. If they had the legendary Snickers bar thing, right? That's that's what could drop while you're waiting for your legendary to actually appear. You know, <laughs> that's that's the purpose for that one. <laughs> so it drops all the time and is actually not legendary at all. Yeah, well, you know, they'll wait until you get to that point where you're about ready to rage quit, and then oh, hey, look, there <laughs> you yep. go. <laughs> hey, it's a legendary. Wait, why does it look like a Snickers bar? I think I think they might have some licensing issues. Uh, probably, yeah, but it'd still be kind of amusing, you know. <laughs> All you gotta do is change the name, like they do in the movies. Call it the um, 
The Snackers yeah. Bar. The Snackers, snackers bar. bar. Have a snack. You're getting angry. Yeah. yeah. Let's call it the Blizzard Bar or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, part five of this Design a Legendary project is now um, they're, they're doing the voting for naming this sword. And uh, I believe the top, um, the, the leading one right now is Shard of Hate. And a lot of people are like, really? That's so boring. There's a, there's a couple of others that are really cool. Um, there's one that is obviously the runt of the, of the five. It's um, they, they were going to name the sword Rancor. And they're like, really? Uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, so Star Wars reference, I guess. The Rancor monsters. Oh, but maybe, um, yeah. I don't know. I've but, been seeing uh, a lot of stuff on Twitter. People are pushing for the, uh, how do we say this? Sang, this Sang Sanker Sorrow? Yeah. There's been a push for that. I don't know why or where that's originating, but I've been seeing that on Twitter. Yeah. I think Malevolent, Malevolence is in second place currently. That's kind of neat. I, I, w- I would like to have a sword almost named after my wizard, Malmedicine. I was just thinking that, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, hey, look, it's almost named like my character. That's awesome. But uh, other than that, um, Nate Kenyon's Storm of Light is now just, I think, what is it, two weeks away now, essentially? Oh my gosh, that's soon. And, and by the time that you're hearing this in your ear hole, it will be even closer. So, Because of what you just said, it made me think of something that was in D2, which is Anya's personalization quest that you can do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that actually be cool in D3 because I actually liked it in D2. And because I, I played so long and did so much trading that I, I got rid of like a uh, exile shield that said like Lantonio's exile shield. Mm-hmm. And it was like three months later, I, I almost crapped my pants when someone put it up on their trade window. Oh, wow. Like, Are you kidding me? Somebody has like this for trade. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Like, it's really cool to see that because you can see like where it's been kind of you know. <laughs> yeah and uh, the Reaper of Souls downloader is now in full effect uh, I, I remember our last episode they were they had targeted the background downloader to start by the end of the month and well they've made it so right now if you're playing anytime you open your Battle.net uh, desktop app you will start seeing that um, you know the the little the little icon is churning and saying that um, files are being downloaded for the next patch. So there you go. We still don't have an ETA on when uh, what's currently on the PTR will then be live. But I think I think the cutoff point that most people are anticipating is March 18th, which is fine by me. But um, it may we we might actually see it go live a little bit sooner. We'll have to see. But um. Other than that, um, I, I already mentioned Travis Day addressing Tross heart-to-heart thread, but um, one of the more important things that I wanted to mention was there's another Diablo 3 podcast, finally. Woohoo! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunately not yet available uh, through your typical podcast avenues, such as iTunes or Stitcher. Um, it's currently only on YouTube, I believe. Um, I, I did make the gentle suggestion that Holy Hermit get get it available on iTunes and Stitcher, but we'll see where that goes. But for the meantime, you can go um, listen to Diablo 3 podcast. Um, 
by Holy Hermit and his crew or friends, I should say, over on YouTube. And we'll include a link to that. And it's it weighs in over an hour. So if you're looking wow. for more more Diablo talk banter, head on over. It's a good give it a good listen. They um, they focus more on how focus more on the game in its current state as it is live and getting prepared for reversals. So that might be definitely worthwhile for you all to listen to. Holy Hermit has an amazing voice and I've been meaning to get him on the show. I've just been completely failing on scheduling, getting him on to interview him. I I love his voice so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll have to get him on here eventually then. Yeah. Um, Speaking of other Diablo style, um, I, I, guess I can't say it's a podcast, but our good friend Sibko over at Red Team Gaming, he recently sat down with uh, Dread and Droth Vader, and they did they recorded episode 21 of State of the Game. Unfortunately, it was lost to the internets. <laughs> because Sib didn't do a backup recording and relied on Twitch to record it, and it oh, didn't. Oh, that's scary. So, yeah, yeah unfortunately, that conversation... Um, will only be heard if you were there live. So <laughs> sad, sad to say. But he he did mention, I talked to him last night, and he was like, you know what? Actually, I'm kind of glad that we lost it because what we talked about is basically pointless now and would seem out of place and inappropriate based on the drop rate change in you know, oh. the hot fixes. Okay. So, yeah. See, that's the thing with any kind of gaming podcast. It's stuff changes, and then it's like, oh, well, okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, some things can be very time sensitive and uh-huh. if you don't get it get don't get it released right away, you're sounds like you're talking out your butt. But anyways. And I just said butt butt. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all twelve again. There we yep. go. Mm-hmm. Pulling it right back around. <laughs> so um but uh, there is something that I can direct all of our listeners to go check out by Sipco. Uh, he did a, uh, it, he does these little short um, YouTube videos where he'll c- just tackle one topic as as he sees it. And he did a Diablo three related thing titled "Finding Loot Should Be Fun," and uh, yeah, exactly, it should be fun. That that's why we all play the game because finding loot is fun. So go check that out. We'll include a link to that. And then there have been a couple of um, like um, builds, you know, YouTube videos detailing a build. Now, all of these are based off of the beta build. So and some of them actually require legendaries that you can't currently acquire on the PTR. But uh, there was a um, boulder and spear barbarian build by Waldemar. I believe that one's not quite as gear um, reliant as the next one, which is um, by Manor Cookie titled The Heisenbarb. Cool name. That is I, I don't, a cool name. I, I, I as soon as I, I saw that, it reminded me of something I've heard to say about what I've been I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, since I've been, I was bedridden for quite a while. I, I don't know why I waited so long now because I, I think you just watched this, Nevik, but I, I went through the entire series of Breaking Bad. All of it? That was flipping, yeah, all of wow. it. It was flipping awesome. Pretty much yeah. a, a bend straight through. Yeah, and it was great. Talk yeah. about oh yeah, that was so good. I want more. Yeah, when when everybody thinks that you know television in Hollywood can't produce anything good, 
you know you get these gems that prove that there's still there's still greatness to be had out there i like that show so much that i like i wasn't that excited about like need for speed but just because jesse's gonna be the main character i'm gonna watch it today it comes out yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. just (laughs) i i I hope he doesn't act completely like jesse pinkman but that would be pretty funny if he did i doubt it yeah yeah i doubt it It does look like a movie i saw a couple previews for it but yeah anyway i just want to spit that out because i know you watched it and i forgot to tell you that i watched the whole thing so that was pretty cool yeah and the final thing uh we just wyatt chang evidently prefers reddit as opposed to posting on the forums but um he posted something on reddit in regards to the paragon leveling speed as it is on the ptr and the beta and he stated that um well they 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 coined another term they called it anticipated 2.0 thanks for that wyatt but um they are going to be uh, effectively increasing the leveling rate on the PTR in beta by six times, and hopefully that will stick for it going live, because currently it's so slow, so very slow. I, I went Your from... experience is going to raise by that much? So for, like, for programming, you mean? Or? Well, um, they're going to adjust the XP values that each monster right. yields, um, because he, he made some concessions that with the monster density changes, the, the uh, loss of Nephilim Valor stacks, um, that XP gains are a lot slower right now in Reaper Souls than it is currently on live. But he did, he did you know, make sure that he stated that, you know, we can't really compare the two because they are like apples and oranges, the, the environment in which you're leveling. Yeah. But, um, they, they will be adjusting the XP rates and uh, what, and the curve of experience that is required to go from level to level because right now I, I leveled from 132 to 133 and that was after I don't know maybe eight nine hours you know I I'm still a little bit shocked that we even have a release date it, to me it doesn't seem like we're even close to being ready for it I mean at least I mean, I guess I'm happy there'll be a release date. That'll be cool, but I hope it's just not another pushed-out release date where we're going to be, oh, come on, well, the next patch. You know, the next patch is what's going to make the game cool. The well, I patch. guarantee that's how it's going to be. As well, soon- yeah, there's still going to be more patches, of course, but I'm, I think one of our one of our questions of the show should be, what do we, if if anything, do we expect any other little secrets to pop out, like, right before release? Like, for instance, you know, will ladders be slapped on a, a toilet bug? Because obviously we haven't found out about that it's one of my my biggest hopes but um we're like what what do you think the uh, last minute secrets will come out you know before the show that they or before the release that we don't know about yet is there anything that we haven't thought of you know well considering that i do have a little little bit of um background in the design environment when i was a uh tester I can tell you that the game has already been feature locked, so we won't see anything new added. Um, that pretty much right now is all numbers tuning, and that's all that we're really going to see. There was a very short stint where people freaked out and were super happy because they saw uh, the tooltip for Adventure Mode include include a reference to Devil's Hand, which uh, had been data mined previously, and it looked like it might be something where there would be an NPC that would have you go out and hunt the unique monsters out in the world and bring back an item that they drop and turn those in for, you know, a reward, potentially a legendary item, 
Well, unfortunately, that's not actually going to happen before Reaper Souls comes out. So uh, it was just a, you know, an artifact of a previous build slipped through into the most recent build. So yeah, the whole the thing that disappoints me is just without the ladders, knowing that billions upon billions of gold just gonna slap into ROS and people are just gonna uh, enchant the crap out of everything yeah. you know immediately just kind of like uh, I wish there could be a, some kind of wipe I don't even maybe okay I, I don't even care as a ladder I wish like to play Reaper Souls it would be kind of like um, when you went from classic to whatever there's somewhat of a wipe right uh, between just gold or whatever any some some kind of restart you know would be great but it doesn't doesn't really seem so far like it's going to happen, which kind of disappoints me. Maybe you know what? I, I'm I'm highly, highly, highly thinking, and it's a really good possibility that if they don't do anything like that, I'm probably just going to give myself a wipe so I can make it fun and just heck with it, like completely start over. Yeah, you know, just because I, I believe fun doing that. So <laughs> I believe I believe the correct terminology for that is pulling a row. Yeah, because he did that. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, it can be fun. I mean, that's the whole reason why I started hardcore. It was to wipe myself so I could, you know, start over and have fun. And there's so much crap that I don't know if you guys are the same way, but in the in your stash, how much crap in your stash do you keep? Like, oh, I could, I might use this on this character, and then it just sits there, and you never use it. And now it's gonna be mm-hmm. worthless because you want to. Like, good reason just to get rid of all of it. Just hit delete and give it up. You know? Yeah. I, I, that's, what, that's what everybody listening should do too. Just, we're all gonna take a stand. We're gonna delete <laughs> everything, and we're gonna start over. And, and Jen's gonna go back to 1960 because she still. I mean, <laughs> uh, okay, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, I was wait when you were talking. I I couldn't help but feel like a 12 year old because you're talking about you know wiping yourself and then you know all the crap that you have in your stash and I was, like, I was like oh this well yeah sometimes you gotta grab a little more teepee yeah. wipe a little harder it's not it's not always a one wipe one wipe situation you know yeah you, uh, come on everyone gets over it look at the beta you, you wiped your characters nobody cried and everybody, you know what's with the three fun. clamshells okay oh boy right now there's too much corn get rid of it (laughs) oh no no. (laughs) okay well with that i think i'm gonna move on because um Hmm. um well i don't really have anything else to mention other than that yeah the leveling experience will be you know sniggers and yeah. Oh my God. Nope. We uh, are but, stuck in uh, middle school. Think, there we are. Yes, we are. But I did want to announce that uh, coming very, very soon, we will finally be holding a community roundtable to address the PTR and beta of Reaper Souls. I had been holding off um, mainly because I knew that, we, well, until we had a release date, that things would be changing rapidly. Well, maybe not rapidly, but they would be changing, you know, <laughs> needless to say. And that anything that we would talk about would probably not be a, uh, applicable <laughs> as we neared the release date. So we're now pretty close and we're feature locked. So I feel a little more comfortable with holding a community roundtable. Uh, details will surface in the very near future. I- I'm not talking Blizzard soon. I'm talking soon, soon. We're talking like soon, like that one long lost episode soon. Right. Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Thanks, thanks for that. I mm-hmm. enjoy a little bit of my my time, you know. Come on. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should tack on a couple minutes Dan from that. Banter. So if he wants to, eat, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't heard a good banter show for a while because I've been missing. So I, I got to give everyone. Some- <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure he will appreciate that as much as I did, anyways. So. <laughs> Yeah, I I look forward to um, talking with with all of well not all of our listeners because I don't think our mumble server could handle that, but uh, I look forward to talking with a bunch of our listeners about about the beta in the PTR because uh, I know that I know that Jamie would he's like chomping at the bit to talk about it and have it recorded and be official like, so that will be happening in the very near future. So will you be announcing that through like Twitter or something or Yes, Twitter okay, and so, on the website of course. Okay, so people know where to look to uh find out about that. Yeah. And uh it could happen as early as next week. We'll have to see. But uh uh unless Lantoni or Jen, if you have anything else that you wanted to add. I was thinking about um, closing the show. Yeah, I, I think that's about it. Um looks like you've selected a song of the show and that's the one I was gonna do, so that's cool. <laughs> or on the same yeah. page with that. Yeah. That's I was pretty impressed with it. Um, yeah, yeah the, those guys actually performed at BlizzCon. Did they? they? Yeah, they did the... Uh, I'm trying to remember what the name of the song was, but they were the rap group that came out um, representing for the Alliance. Oh, I had no idea. So, totally missed that. Wow. Or at least one of the rappers was present for that group. I, I think it's the same group. I'll, I'll, I'll have to... I'll have, I'm sure I'll be corrected if I'm wrong or if it is true but anyways yeah the blizzard re- um they they did a community focus on it as well so yay i was like oh took the wind out of my sails but that's still cool but that's why i heard about it because it was all over twitter everyone's like check this out it's so cool I'm like yeah, yeah it's great mm. it's absolutely great yep so well thank you everybody for listening to episode 57 of the shattered Soulstone, your diablo community podcast if you missed an episode you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives over at shatteredsoulstone.com while there why not join our defunct community forums <laughs> and, and talk with other listeners just click on the community forums button at the oh. top of the site i'm so guilty of not using those speaking of forums i gotta um intro to you i forgot about but I yeah. wait too late. Or yeah, we'll, we'll save it we'll, for the next one. Yeah, if you want to join us in game, go to the show blog and navigate to our Soul Stunners Battle Tags page. There, you'll find our battle tags as well as those of many other listeners of this show. This show is powered by you, the listener. So please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at shutteredsoulstone.com, as well as those 100 word stories, please. Uh, we love Twitter. Come and join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Ku. Wow. I tripped over that for a second. Tripped because over I was, that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I started thinking about Brasia. <laughs> I don't know why. That's so weird. Um, Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. Both him and I, we, we were going to hold a pity party because both of our teams lost. But uh I don't want Lantonio to fall asleep right now. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Dawn Forge Productions and Medros for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more from the Dawn Forge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soul Stone, I'm going to be decorating my house in orange and blue to support those Broncos. Kill those Seahawks. 
Yeah. Something like that. And you just had to get it in, then yeah. Yep, I couldn't go. I, <laughs> I couldn't not do it. Mm-hmm. And now, Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast presents Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater Title Pendant Greetings folks, it's Nevik here with another Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater. Because we missed last episode, I figured, why not go off the deep end and boy did I find a long thread to read for you. Now this is... A little different because usually when we do official forum third masterpiece theater it's a little more uh, tongue-in-cheek but this time i bring to you a serious thread that i feel needs more exposure i had chosen this thread to read to you all prior to the hotfix that went live back on the 23rd where the legendary drop rate was increased so that renders some of the topics covered a little moot and in fact actually renders most of uh the originating post by Droth Vader, his heart-to-heart letter directed at the development team. So I had originally planned on reading his post, but with most of his concerns being addressed just by the hotfix, um, I'm just going to focus more on the second portion, which is arguably the much longer portion of what I was going to read. Uh, the Tias, who is also a MVP on the forums, chimed in with his own opinions and thoughts and concerns which were not directly tied to the legendary drop rate acquisition so yeah he had a lot of concerns so let's just jump in shall we because this is going to be a long one so bear down folks grab yourself a glass of red red wine red red wine and here goes the ts starts his post off with as much as it pains me to say this and I really wanted to never get to this point, Droth Vader's post is really only the tip of the iceberg with regard to the problems Reaper of Souls has right now. He's already covered the drop rate issues and the sustainability of bind on account, so I have no need to expound upon that too much. But there are several other issues that threaten to just destroy ROS outright if they aren't addressed. I'll go over those in this post. Monster scaling, or is it monsters on a scale? This has been an issue ever since D3 launched, and continues to be an issue now. Originally, monster health in D3 chocolate, I corrected him there, was too high and their damage just obliterated anybody that wasn't in a tank build with nothing but regeneration and mitigation affixes across all of their gear. This was Inferno 1.0 and less than a handful builds were even viable past Act 1, leaving few players to legitimately get anywhere, and that was only if they got lucky with the drops. Even few players got past Act 1 without cheesing Tyrael or abusing some other mechanic. But no matter what players did, monsters did damage in the range of 200-400k damage per attack in Inferno 1.0. Enter Patch 105 and Monster Power, Inferno had been toned down and the developers stated MP3 would be the equivalent of the original Inferno. In parentheses, that proved not to be true in the end. Players had hoped Monster Power would implement a sliding difficulty system, 
hopefully with more intelligent gameplay as difficulty levels progressed. Instead, they were met with more and more absurd scaling in, mo in both monster damage and monster health. But especially with monster health. Pre-Inferno MP10 wasn't completely off the wall, but it was still more than one would expect. In fact, at 400% health, it was equivalent to Slash Player 7 in Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction. However, Inferno was another matter entirely. It only took MP4 to break that barrier at 454% health. MP10 jumped to a massively humongous, whoppingly ludicrous 3,439% health. Yikes. So instead of many builds really being able to take on MP10 and kill things within any reasonable time frame, only a few could. A very few. For everybody else, it was an insanely long war of attrition just taking down trash monsters. Sadly, trash monsters would become the mainstay of what was killed as time progressed, but that will be mentioned later in this post. Enter Reaper of Souls. Monsters past level 10 have more HP than monsters at level 30 online. Starting at level 40, it gets progressively worse, where monsters leave MP3 health totals from Inferno in the dust. Yes, monsters at level 40 going up to level 50 have more HP than those found on live in Inferno MP3. On normal difficulty, we haven't even gotten to the higher difficulties yet. At level 50, normal difficulty trash monsters have well over 100k health. Their elite brethren have somewhere between 300 to 450,000 health. As we get closer and closer to the level 60 through 70 range, monsters leave even MP10 in the dust. At level 70, Belial on Torment 6 has 44 billion health. Yes, billions. To give you a perspective on that, the highest MP total MP10 monsters had roughly 330 million health. So figures scaling roughly 15 times greater than MP10 ever gave us while trash monsters have 300 million health each, and we see people asking for higher monster density for some reason. Trash monsters in MP10 had roughly two to three million health. So for those, we're talking a 100 time increase. Given that our weapon DPS is only a bit less than double what it was in Diablo 3 Chocolate, again, correcting TS, in parentheses, using the currently instated weapon DPS nerfs, coming out of the friends and family beta period, and parenthesis, that's just insane. And the gear we have can't even support our plane in anything higher than Torment 2 or 3, except for a few rather broken builds right now. Moving on. Affixes and six degrees of separation of primary and secondary affixes. Originally, there were no primary or secondary affixes, they were just all grouped together and one had to hope that the affixes they wanted rolled on the item in question. Now they are clearly separated into two tiers, but there's a problem. Previously, all six of the potential affix slots could roll any of primary or what are now secondary affixes. In Reaper of Souls, only four primary affixes can roll except on specific legendary items. Now, the devs gave us more affixes to play with. But they also made getting certain things like mitigation stats or affixes harder if we want to maintain damage, and vice versa if we want to maintain survivability. 
because healing affixes are primary affixes, and in parentheses, outside of health globe bonuses, and armor and all resist are both primary affixes. Those take up very valuable slots. It's even more aggravating for armor since the baseline armor values for items have not improved going from level 60 to level 70 items. This is critical since it is now virtually impossible to maintain anywhere near the golden 10 to 1 armor to all resist ratio for mitigation and still have any room for damage affixes. And you need that armor too, since too little versus all resist and each point of all resist suffers diminishing returns on an exponentially sliding scale because of the other half of the multiplier, armor isn't increasing. Good luck getting your damage apexes when you have to build for such high toughness now. Resistances are now also counted among the very aggravating apexes to get to. Single resist and all resist cannot roll on the same item anymore. And what's worse, you cannot change single resist to all resist. Single resists are a secondary affix, and all resist is a primary affix, and you cannot exchange a primary for a secondary affix. This, for monks, has made one with everything all but mandatory unless the player just decides to go all resist on all pieces that can roll it. So that's another hit to our mitigation. The loss of lifesteal was welcome initially, but that quickly turned sour when the scaling of the monster damage was realized. It didn't take players long to run into sustainability issues with regard to healing versus damage intake. And with unavoidable damage being a rather significant portion of our damage intake now, this is a huge problem. Life on hit relies on a proc coefficient built into every skill, and each skill has a different coefficient. So most of the time you aren't even getting the full effect of life on hit, which even at a 1.0 coefficient, and in parentheses, 100% effectiveness per hit, it isn't keeping up at all with incoming damage. So we gear for life regeneration. This gives us consistent, if not timely, healing, and in concert with life on hit should have sufficed for our needs. Unfortunately, that has proven to also not be the case. Even with some players reaching 50k life on hit, Damage comes in far too quickly to heal, forcing the player to pray that life-giving health globes drop, and drop soon. Since life on hit and life regeneration aren't enough to mitigate the incoming damage enough to help us survive, the three classes with life per resource spent, the Barbarian, Crusader, and Monk, had to add that to their gear to survive. So yet another primary affix slot was taken on weapons and helms. Unfortunately, that got nerfed too much too. It produced a yo-yo effect much like lifesteal does on life. But it sustained us and was necessary really since monster damage and unavoidable damage combined for a lethal combination that the two previous affixes were found to be insufficient for. Sadly, life per resource spent is now pathetic and if we have any resource reduction affixes on our gear, is even less effective since the resources spent directly correlates to the health healed. So instead of engaging comment where we engage the enemy, we hit and run now. A lot. Too much in fact. It's maddening to constantly have to run. Not even Diablo 2 hell was it this bad. The elephant in the room or ROS is a Republican. Usually when things get out of control with scaling, it can be traced back to a very few or even one source, such as the case here in Reaper of Souls. 
and anybody playing Diablo 3 Chocolate will understand why. Critical hit damage. A preface here. Total damage is as follows. Weapon damage times main stat multiplier times critical hit damage times attacks per second equals damage per second. Now you'll notice how each of those multiplies off of the others. It's not linear. It's not even logarithmic. It's almost exponential. If you have a weapon of 100, a main stat of 3000, and a critical hit damage stat of 400, your damage looks like so at 1 attack per second, 100 times 30 times 1 plus 4 equals 15,000. If you have 1.5 attacks per second, that becomes 22,500 DPS from a weapon with 100 damage. That's a factor of over 225 times weapon damage there. So when we have that kind of damage output, guess what happens to monster health? Yep, you guessed it. It has to scale just as absurdly. That's how we ended up with MP10 values like 3,439% health. In Ripper of Souls, it gets worse. So much worse that even normal monsters have way more health than they do on live. In fact, level 60 gear would have trouble downing some level 50 monsters in a reasonable amount of time. Many players on the PTR have encountered this already. It's worse as you get into the Reaper of Souls level range of 61 through 70. Much worse. And bosses are downright sadistic in the amount of health that they have. And all of this is because our damage system is entirely multiplicative. And the primary culprit is critical hit damage. It's what makes sockets mandatory on weapons, and even more so in Reaper of Souls since weapons no longer roll critical hit damage at all even though armor does. This should have been made 100% baseline with no critical hit damage affix in the game. With that kind of setup, scaling is brought down tremendously, and if main stats interaction with weapon damage were normalized instead of being purely multiplicative, scaling would be even further lowered to finally come down to a sane amount. Affixes to Electric Boogaloo Legendaries and sets have been designed with one purpose in mind in Reaper of Souls to trump everything else. Legendaries do this with unique affixes that are game-changing, and since the developers are insistent that we only seek legendary and set items as our ultimate prize, they also, for some inexplicable reason, retain their ability to roll certain affixes out of slot. Examples of this are resource regeneration, movement speed, and attack speed. Notable culprits, the Witching Hour, Lacuni Prowlers, and Stone of Jordan. Utility affixes such as those that help us get around or that allow us to have better sustainability only show up on legendaries outside of the two usual slots, which are class-specific weapons and helms. And note that only class-specific applies here. Regular versions of items in those slots cannot roll these affixes, and rare items cannot roll them at all out of their normal slots. So no rare ring can roll spirit regeneration, for example. This leads to many players keeping their level 60 legendaries well into level 70, because if they didn't, their build would be broken because the affixes aren't there on rare gear, and may not even be there on legendary gear in the new versions out at level 70. This is the primary reason rares cannot compete with legendaries at all. Being locked out of these rather necessary affixes damages their power capabilities significantly. But then there's the flip side. We've got legendaries that are rolling worse stats and affixes than the rares they're supposed to replace. This is especially true of the crafted legendaries and set items, which almost always roll worse 
than the rare of the same slot does. This leads to things like what Droth Raider and I have both experienced, which is finding a legendary that can beat the rare in the same slot is very difficult. And with the drop rates the way that they are, next to impossible. Uh, asterisk, drop rates are improved, so part of that is not entirely applicable anymore. So this little conundrum creates an artificial brick wall for player progression when it doesn't have to and shouldn't. And it's a primary culprit in keeping builds alive in Reaper of Souls sans legendaries, as well as forcing legendaries to be the only endgame in town. It truly is a contradictory system. Movement speed, where art thou? Or snail males and females part deux. Why is it that in Reaper of Souls we're still running around so slowly, it's like trying to move through frozen molasses during winter. The movement speed cap remains the same. The movement speed limitations on gear remain the same. Yet monsters move faster than ever before. Getting around the zones feels like a slog and generally speaking is very unpleasant. Why else do you think the steed is mandatory on the crusader, vault is mandatory on demon hunters, teleport is mandatory on wizards, and things like Tempest Rush feel mandatory on monks and other classes. If a 14-year-old game like Diablo 2 could handle some really fast run speeds, why the hell are we stuck with such slow-moving characters? Crowd control? Or can you just pepper spray me and get it over with? Diablo is built on RNG. It's at the heart of the game. Unfortunately, so too is its arch-nemesis, Mr. Binary in Reaper of Souls. So many crowd control affixes, I don't even know where to start. And now they come in single, double, and triple decker portions on elites and uniques. These are the affixes that basically take skill out of the equation by causing partial or total loss of character control. And they're around every corner in Reaper of Souls. Most classes have at least one escape ability to get them out of being crowd controlled, but they're almost all on fairly long cooldowns and only a scant few are spammable, and even then only with very broken set item bonuses such as the Demon Hunter's original Natalia's set pieces that allow discipline to essentially regenerate quickly enough to be virtually unlimited. Unfortunately for the players, however, monsters are not limited by resources and apparently not even really by cooldowns. On my Demon Hunter, I've run into monsters that have three crowd control apexes such as Waller, Jailer, and Vortex, and those alone have been able to chain crowd control me for upwards of 60 to 120 seconds at a time. Yes, without smokescreen on my bar, it's constant crowd control all the time. Now let's add in some monsters that have innate crowd control such as knockback, a stun, or a snare. Those aren't on cooldowns and you can be hit with them repeatedly by multiple monsters. A pack of Armadons even without crowd control apexes, can decimate your character via repeated stuns alone. Remember, your escape abilities are on cooldowns. Use it, and if you're crowd controlled again, sucks to be you. And this situation isn't the exception to the rule in Reaper of Souls. It is the norm. I feel like every time I turn around, I'm going to be crowd controlled to death. If it doesn't have a snare, it has a root. If it doesn't have a root, it has a stun. If it doesn't have a stun, it has a knockback. And if it doesn't have a knockback, it sucks me in. And if it doesn't suck me in, it fears me. And then there's the problem of crowd control affixes triggering from other affixes damage. I've been feared and knocked back countless times from being hit by a mortar, thunderstorm, or any other damaging affix. As if that weren't enough, 
stuck between a hard rock cafe and Melrose Place. Unavoidable damage. Nearly every game has at least some of this. Most use it sparingly, some use it liberally, but usually only if there are a great many ways to deal with it. Reaper of Souls uses it like a Louisiana swamp rat does barbecue sauce on his gator fixins. It's literally everywhere. From being crowd controlled to monsters with innate crowd control and or the ability to charge you from off screen to deliver that damage, you'll run into it all the time. But the worst is the new damage components attached to the now infamous crowd control affixes. Thunderstorm is virtually unavoidable for the first hit, though it doesn't chase you as of the current patch. Unfortunately for melee, that's not much consolation, since they're usually locked in place when attacking and movement speed being what it is means we're still going to get hit more often than not by Thunderstorm's subsequent strikes. This affix also triggers certain crowd control affixes such as Knockback and Nightmarish. Vortex, Jailer, Wormhole now have damage components when they affect your character. For the latter two, your character being hit with the affix or moving into the wormhole damage you, damages you in addition to the crowd control imposed upon you. For Vortex, even the act of the Vortex damages you, even if no other monster is in range to hit you with anything. You can block the crowd control mostly by terrain with the vortex, but not the damage component. But now even Frozen has a damage component attached to it. I tested it on live today to make sure, and it has no damage component. However, in Reaper of Souls, as of this patch, as the frozen crystal grows in size, the area indicated on the ground as the final explosion radius also ticks for sizable damage about three times per second. So even if you manage to avoid being frozen, you're going to take damage no matter what unless you can also avoid even the final explosion radius area altogether. So that counts as yet another form of unavoidable damage too. So you have constant crowd control, damage components attached to that crowd control, and together they make for one hell of a gigantic gear check. Not a skill check, not an awareness check, a gear check. And that's sadly what most of Reaper of Souls boils down to. Pure gear checks galore. Witch, Crafting, or Salem By. Along with some very dismal drop rates for legendaries, the crafting materials also suffer maladies as well. Rares are so abundant that veiled crystals and iridescent tears rain from the sky, but the magic components, exquisite essence and arcane dust, those are found at less than a 1 to 10 ratio versus the rare contemporaries, and that's assuming you pick up every last one of them. Unfortunately for us, the recent halving of magic reagent crafting materials didn't exactly do much to put a dent into that problem since they're also required to reroll affixes on items. As for the crafting itself, the results are anything but good. In fact, the crafted legendary items almost always roll worse than the rare item you might be wearing at the time. They also suffer from the exact same RNG with regard to affix combinations that rares do and they don't even come with a unique affix like real legendaries do. If you factor all of that in along with the time it takes to find the necessary legendary crafting materials and common items, some of which still don't seem to be in-game or earn possible to get to drop, <coughs> Senate quivers, <coughs> the crafting system is an abysmal failure. You're better off using your blood shards to gamble for good rares, or at least you were. 
what should have stayed in Vegas didn't. Now, I'm going to exclude this little section of TS's post because it really is no longer applicable with the drop rate increase. So let's move on. There's a bounty out on you. Right now, Nephilim rifts are about as unrewarding as it gets. You kill hordes of monsters, but they aren't dropping anything. So you kill the bosses only to find that like the greater Heradric caches that used to be rewarded for downing said bosses don't drop legendaries like ever. Oops. There again, that's no longer applicable, but we'll carry on. And now the blood shards are gone as rewards. Oop, there's another thing that's no longer applicable. Not that you really can do that many rifts in the first place, since the keystones only drop from a fully completed set of five bounties. Bounties are also the only place to get blood shards. You can't get them in campaign mode or in rifts. Uh, bosses don't drop them, so if you want to gamble for that legendary, or just some rares that you need to shore up your lacking gear, it's bounties or bust. These have become the most important tasks to do in the game. You can't do much of anything else in Reaper of Souls without first doing bounties. Rifts are tied directly to how many bounty sets you complete. Gambling is tied to bounties. Gold is tied to the bounties, in parentheses, as they are worth infinitely more than the monster drops are on any difficulty. Your whole freaking livelihood in the game is tied to bounties. So much for variety in playstyles or choice. Watch out for that thud brick wall. Ow! In the friends and family beta, magic, rare, and legendary set items would roll at the level of the character when they dropped. Now only legendary and set items do. The rest? They are now tied again to the live version of Diablo 3's block system. I call it the level block tiering system. So what is this tiering system? It's where items of a given type, class, or slot will only drop at specific levels. In between those levels, the items will only drop from the last tier you reach. So if an item drops at level 15, 22, 28, 34, 40, and 50, and your character's at level 33, when they get that item to drop, they'll get an item from level 28 instead of level 33 if it is a magic or rare item. What this does is create several brick walls along the way as you level up. Since monsters are scaling along with your character as you level up, but the items that drop do not unless they're legendaries. This becomes very noticeable once you hit level 40 going all the way to level 70 due to the monster scaling exponentially. Yet your gear isn't improving anywhere near enough to keep up because in most cases, items are dropping at levels well below what you need them to be at. And so you hit brick walls where you can't easily progress because monsters are scaled too high for your gear, but you can't get better gear until a certain level past where you are currently at. It's putting the cart before the horse, and the cart is kicking the horse in the head. This is a very unnatural progression curve, and such stumbling blocks, and I use that term liberally here, really kill a player's momentum when leveling. We see sort of a similar occurrence at level 70 due to the disparity between rares and legendaries and set items as well. So these brick walls aren't limited solely to leveling characters. Salvage rights, or is it salvage rates? Let's face it, Reaper of Souls has some quality of life issues. High up on that list is the chore known as salvaging. Despite the less is more intent behind Loot 2.0, we find ourselves salvaging more now than we ever did on live, and we have to go back to town to do so. 
This has the unwanted effect of breaking up combat on a very consistent basis, far more so than any of the developers would lead us to believe. In a group, this becomes beyond frustrating, as not everybody's inventory fills up at the same time. And in the current split farming environment, you're on the clock against the other players, meaning going back and forth between town and battlefield is precious time wasted. We've been asking for a means to salvage on the go for a long time now during the beta, and yet we still have to go back and forth to do so. I have 11,000 failed crystals and various other materials gathered from salvaging. Let's assume I have 20 one by two item spaces available in my inventory on average. That's 11,000 divided by 20 equals 520 trips back and forth just to salvage. Now, even assuming all items I get are one by one in size, that's 225 trips back to town to salvage. That's ridiculous, and I need to salvage, since certain materials are in such short supply that I have to constantly pick up their associated items and salvage them. A salvage and salvage all button would be nice in our inventory windows, please. Salvage all would work on all items of a specific rarity except legendary items, for what I hope are obvious reasons. This would greatly lessen the time spent dealing with these items. And if you couple this with the idea to make all crafting materials other than gems into user interface resources, we free up inventory space as well in our stash, which allows us to hold more of those annoyingly difficult to find white and common items used for legendary set crafting. Arrested Development Throughout the beta thus far, the development cycle and methodology has just completely baffled us. There isn't a single soul out there that understands why we're seeing such awful changes to the game that seem to defy all amounts of feedback we give to the developers. It's like they either have their own vision and are just ignoring us, or are being ultra-selective about who they listen to and or taking their data and suggestions from those people that cheated their way to the top via exploits and thus were already considered skewed data at best. We see threads asking for feedback only to find that the feedback requested is for a tiny subset of the subject matter. Example, feedback requested for Ubers and torment only. Or we give feedback on our own and see it go by the wayside. And the result is what we have now, a broken game that is both unrewarding and fast becoming a repeat of history past, right down to how feedback was handled the first time around two years ago. Alt realities. In all Diablo games prior to Reaper Souls, including Diablo 3 Chocolate itself, we've had the ability to farm for our alts, be it low-level gear, mid-level gear, or max-level gear. Unfortunately, Reaper of Souls slash Loot 2.0 takes that completely away from us. Monsters, as you know, now scale with our characters. As such, we have precious little time to get any legendaries or even really good rares within a specific level range as we level up. And once we're past that level range, we're screwed because we cannot turn off that monster scaling at all, nor can we select a monster level for us to fight against to farm that gear from. So now we're forced to just basically find our drops from, wait for it, Kadala. Yes, the infamous Vegas Bunny girl has surfaced again to serve up our, uh, needs? I'm beginning to wonder just who those blood shards are coming from. Could it be us? players after we've gouged out our eyes in total frustration from the lack of fun? Nah, that couldn't be. Get Smart drops the ball. The Smart Drop system, 
sounds cool, feels cool when you're looking for upgrades for the character you're currently playing. However, much like the smart heals in World of Warcraft, they're actually really dumb and are ultimately more harm than good in the long run. You see, along with the inability to farm for alts at lower levels, you also have difficulty farming them at high levels too because the smart drops also mean class specific affixes and class specific gear being the norm. So if you want strength gear for your barbarian or crusader and you're playing your monk or demon hunter, good luck. But there's another annoying fly in the soup, getting gear for your follower. Unless your follower happens to be the same primary stat as your currently played character, you'll need to switch to a class that matches that primary stat and farm their gear that way. Assuming you have such a character class available at the level required. Here, the smart drop system rears its head and blocks your efforts. As an example, it took me 9 hours of continuous farming on my demon hunter and monk to find 2 measly intelligence rings for my follower. 9 hours for 2 rings. So we've yet another system whose intent is good but whose implementation destroys more than it improves. Intruder alert, intruder alert, or ew, my screen is all gooey. <laughs> now, I'm not going to include his rant about the graphical user interface, but uh, there there are some issues with the GUI. Um, but let's move on to his conclusion. Uh, he did have one more section on group play in regards to split farming, but hopefully split farming will be addressed and will be a thing of the past, so I'm not going to include that here. I'm only going to include his last paragraph because it's more poignant than than some of his uh, conclusion, but here we go. To the developers, if you have any semblance of a desire to make this game great, you'll have to work hard to convince me and many others because right now we're not seeing it. We want to see it. We want to have a kick-ass game that lasts for years. We want to say we're proud to play the game you worked so hard on. And I can't say that right now. Franny face. Well, man, that was really long, and had I included everything, it would have been a lot longer. So, <laughs> there are a lot of points that he makes that are very valid and really should be addressed. And unfortunately, with us being as close to the release, there's no way that they can be truly addressed before the launch. But that's fine. I mean, as long as we get the exposure out there and give the developers the feedback that they need to hear... They may not want it, but they need to hear it. They'll at least be able to formulate a road plan for updates to continue to improve Reaper's Souls. One thing to keep in mind is, you know, even Lord of Destruction, it did fix a lot of issues with Diablo 2. It didn't fix them all. I mean, everybody everybody harkens back to how fantastic Diablo 2 is, but you also have to realize that's after, what, 12 years of development? I mean, the sky isn't falling. The game will be fun. And if you buy the expansion, you'll be able to play it whenever you want. No questions asked. There's no subscription. So just keep that in mind. And with that, I think I'm going to go get some more water because holy moly, that was long. But don't forget that you can submit your own official forum thread masterpiece theater to show at ShatteredToolStone.com. Thanks, everybody. This episode's Song of the Show brings us yet another Diablo-inspired rap song. Savior is a collaboration between Have No Fear and the Space Bards, who you may remember 
performed at BlizzCon. Well, evidently, after BlizzCon, they all got together in a crammed hotel room and put together this song. Savior was recently featured as an artisan showcase on the official Diablo 3 website. You can find more from Have No Fear over on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash have hyphen no hyphen fear hyphen one as well as on youtube at youtube.com slash hnf have no fear and you can find more from the space bards over at their website spacebards.com and also on youtube at youtube.com slash alpine border and now without further ado here is savior Yeah. March 
right in the hell, striking hard and fast as any weather. Can you hear me better? Archangel of Valor, the interior ring justice. My is wise and the truth he shall discover. My love for war ain't undercover. My strongest bond, my blood brother. I run ahead, first lane lanes with my verse and the demons shall disperse. They so jealous, so you better get with it. So sick, so ill, and somebody tell him. We're here to stay. We'll march the gates. They'll always slain and we're great. You think you better than me? The tank, I take the lead. My blade will set you free. All evil now will flee. Evil, I shall strike thee. I know it's joy and tyranny. I go, but you will see. Diablo on his knees. Primeval, like Samarius, now I can start the apocalypse Thought I was dead, then I have you fooled This battle's time, the seven of hell Angels and demons, and for that reason No one can stop me from souls I am feasting A fiery pit is where I live, you sleeping The takeover's today Sanctuary can't escape Summon countless numbers of hell spine Your soul is what they will crave It's a rap deck of cane Stay a while and listen I remained in the black soul stone But now I have risen It scared y'all straight to high heaven You wouldn't grab your counsel My head is rage will manifest the survival is doubtful Archangels be vanquished Shout out everything that you stand for Archangels be vanquished Shout out everything that you stand for Stand for We need a witch doctor cursing A barbarian demon We need a wizard nova Or a monk to heal our laden Could use a demon hunter Or join his happy savior Cause heaven knows we angels need a savior We need a witch doctor cursing A barbarian demon We need a wizard nova Or a monk to heal our laden could use a demon hunter or your new fabricators Cause heaven knows we angels need a savior We need a witch doctor cursing a barbarian cleaving We need a wizard's nova or a monk to heal our laden Could use a demon hunter or your new fabricators Cause heaven knows we angels need a savior This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2014. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.